0: Yes, yes. What's good? It's Seller, and I'm here with the Interstellar Audio Podcast. This is a brand new venture that's going to be headed up by the Interstellar Audio record label, and we're starting things off with a really special event today. I'm joined by some guests, and we're going to be talking about a brand new drummer bass music festival that's going to be in Andorra in March. So, I'd like to welcome my guests to the show today, joined by the hosts of Mountain Bass, also DJ No Motivation and Twelve Step Audio, and guys. Uh, from the Mountain Bass crew, please give us a, a quick introduction of who you
1: are. Cool. So, um, I am Matt. I'm one half of Mountain Bass. Um, I've been organizing events for a number of years and DJing. Generally, a massive lover of all things DB. Um, yeah, that's me.
2: And hello, I'm Joe. I'm the other half of Mountain Bass. I've been working with Matt in music for about five years now and, um, and we, <laughs> here
0: we are. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining the show and DJ No Motivation.
3: Hello, I'm DJ No Motivation, uh, also known as Kyle. I've been DJing for about 16 years, I think. Um, I'm mainly a full spectrum drum and bass DJ, um, kind of like cover all of it. Um, yeah, massive love for all electronic music um
0: yeah happy to be here. can't wait to hit the mountain thanks for
4: joining us mate and 12 step hi i'm uh 12 step audio aka tom um i have been djing for the last 17 years uh the fact, the other guy's really massive lover of music um focusing in uh, my style is his drummer bass across the spectrum um also dabble in production uh radio and and podcasts um and yeah, can't wait to hit the slopes, man. Skiing is not one of my forte's, though, I'll
0: tell you that. <laughs> and uh, for those of you that are new around here, of course, myself, Seller. DJ, radio host, podcast host, and the founder of Interstellar Audio, which is a newcomer drum and bass label that's going to be kicking things off in January 2023. got some really exciting artists lined up for that, and this podcast will be used as a place to showcase their work and other interesting people in the scene. And for anyone that's tuned in today, depending on where you're locked in, if you want to get involved with conversation either during or after the fact, you can head over to Instagram and use the hashtag Interstellar Audio or drop in the comments on the YouTube video. So thanks everyone. Everyone for joining me today. Obviously, the main purpose of our call here is to talk about Mountain Base and I'm really excited to say that we will be there playing ourselves alongside some incredible talent. But before we get into that, Matt, Joe, would you mind to just give me the headline facts about what Mountain Base
1: is, when it is, and what's going to be happening please? of course. So um, basically, we have created um, this event specifically um, because we found that we had a lack of intimacy in events. Um, We've been to countless raves, events, parties, organize our own events as well, Um, you know, drum and bass holidays. And yeah, more and more as we go on, we feel like we're kind of a number, um, not so well looked after. And we really wanted to change that kind of, that ethos. Um, So we're going for a, a limited capacity event Um, So, only 200 people. Um, It's all based and aimed at intimacy, um, coming together, getting to know one another, spending a week um, in a wicked ski resort, um, having fun, doing fun activities with some amazing DJs, and just having that real kind of family feel. Um, You know, we've been to a number of events where you meet a crew of people, and you just, you know, I'm still talking to people I met like 15 years ago. Um, and I, I love that with drum and bass. It has that kind of that atmosphere and vibe that you don't seem to get with with other genres. And we really want to play on that. We really want to break down the barriers between um, sort of artists, organisers, and, and you know goers alike, the customers themselves. You know, we want to break down those barriers and feel like everybody is a part of something, and sort of create almost a, a bit of a movement with it. Um, so that's kind of the ethos. Um, Mountain Base was formed in two thousand eighteen. Um, we're currently in Andorra. It was it was formed here, um, but it was formed out of a number of years operating, um, doing loads of other things, which we'll touch on later. I'm sure. Awesome, and
0: I can't can't sort of really articulate how exciting something like that sounds because you know like you like like everyone here right and all the listeners have been to many events before massive events you know 10,000 15,000 people really enjoy the music really enjoy the vibe but we're so invested in the artists that perform it would be so nice to be able to like be up close and personal with these people and so like at least personally from my point of view getting to play that's incredible playing alongside idols but also as a goer somebody that enjoys music to be able to interact and do some some more unorthodox things that you've got planned which we'll talk about in a minute these are all really exciting things so um you know i've mentioned that some of these people are like what i describe as idols would you just give us a rundown of the kind of headliners that are involved
2: uh, yes, of course. So our main headliner is ETHWOOD. Um, everyone knows ETHWOOD and no, no introductions needed. And that will be followed by Kino, Dex and Inja. They're um, all um, great producers that we both really admire. Uh, so we are super, super stoked to have them uh, here with us. Um, just adding to what you said, if I may, um, it, it's obviously we all share this this sort of feeling towards how ha- what the event industry has become but as we organize events ourselves one of the things we've come to realize is that um artists themselves quite often they're not well looked after either and so a really important thing about this event and we don't like to call it festival because it's not a standard festival. But something that to us it's very special is that we want everyone to come together and we want everyone to have a good time, including the artists and not just the headliners. Obviously the headliners are super important and we we, we want them to come here, have a great time and a different experience than what they have in other festivals. And we've uh, seen that firsthand as we've worked in other festivals as well. But also um, everyone, everyone who's part of the lineup, everyone who's part of the staff, everyone who's involved in it. Um, And we, we want everyone to be literally a big, happy family. From people who buy a ticket and come over, to those who are working or organizing, to those who are playing, big or small um, headliner. So um, we're super excited about the headliners, but this is not just about them. We want to break that barrier precisely. This is about all of us.
0: It's absolutely awesome. This, how can you not be invested in something like that, right? I'm
4: invested. I'm yeah. I'm very invested. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, right?
0: <laughs> I, I like that. I
4: think that that speaks to the community of, of you know music, and particularly drum and bass in general. That's probably the... the the first thing I noticed when I started to get involved in the scene is is how wicked the community is in drum and bass, and from the artists, you know, to the to, to the people on the on the dance floor. Um, and I, I think a lot of people forget that, um, you know, the artists who, who is, uh, for, for you know, for me, as my approach to artists. First and foremost, I love the music, you know that that is the, the driving force behind behind what I do, um, and, I, and I love the community. So. I think sometimes there's, there's almost this this kind of divide between uh, the larger scale of it, the divide between the artists and the, the punters, if you like. Um, so I think that the, the, the way you guys are approaching to to kind of restore that balance is 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 fantastic, and it's it's something I'm very much behind as as an
0: ethos. Couldn't agree more. I think as well, you know, let's talk about where it is for a second, right? So just the nature of the fact that this thing is in a ski resort in quite a remote area means that people are going to have to be invested to get there. The artists that are there are going to be hopefully having a good time and enjoying themselves in the environment they're in. It's not going to be like every other Saturday night where they're just in some dingy club in a metro area. You know, It's going to bring that natural openness. You've got daylight vibes. You've got outdoor good weather. You know, all these things are going to hopefully bring... All of those things to the forefront that you're hoping to achieve, and you know, it should be amazing, right?
1: Uh, yeah, so it's it's located in Arinsal, Andorra. Um, it's a small village um, of about two thousand people. Um, it's somewhere that we've been based for the last five, about five or so years. Um, and we really fell in love with with the place itself. Um, that's why we came here. So we we actually I actually originally came here for a music festival, which is where I met Joe. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and never looked back, and just absolutely fell in love with the place. Uh, it's got a real intimate vibe, um, real kind of old school architecture. Say a really small village, um, but just generally lovely people. Um, so it's in a horseshoe de sac um, sort of mountainous area, so surrounded by mountains on all sides. Um, beautiful views, um, great great skiing, um, lots of cool activities to uh, you know to, to enjoy that are close by. Um, and people in the village, there's this real community feel, um, which you also don't get when you go on a holiday like a skiing holiday to like Courchevel or you go to the, the French Alps. You, that just gets lost because. Again, you get lost in the numbers. Um, you get lost in these huge crowds of people, and for us, that's that's not an intimate thing. That's not an experience as such. Um, and so we've we've spent a long time thinking about doing something here, um, and logistically, you know, it's taken us a long time to to put the things in place. Um, but we really think it's it's definitely worth doing, um, and it's it, the whole area. Um, it fits so well with the ethos of this event. Um, so yeah, sort of s- small, um, small venue, small crowd, but really charming beauty. Um, also really cheap. So it's you know great prices. It's you know you- you're spending a couple of euros per beer, um, which is always good. Um, and yeah, just really just a beautiful, beautiful place. So um, you know if people want an idea of what it looks like, uh, check out our Instagram, uh, Mountain Based Music, and we'll be posting. Um, some sort of pictures and videos of, of how the place looks as the season begins. Um, tomorrow is the first day of the season. Um, so, yeah, there will be content coming up on our Insta soon.
2: If, if I could add to that, um, you've mentioned coming a long way and you, you're very right. It is a bit of a long way to come for a bit of a party. Um, however, I think it's the fact that it's not... Um, it's not a popular place to go that makes it the right place. It's actually not that difficult to get here if you know how to do it. And I think this is uh, part of the value we ended up bringing together with this with this experience is that we try to give everyone all the information to make it as simple and easy as possible to get here. Um, and if you manage to do that and have access to that information that in general the rest of the world doesn't really, um, then you can become part of something that's exclusive and that not most people can do. So the location is very much in in the roots of the whole experience. It's the fact that it's not somewhere that everyone go- goes to, or everyone knows how to get to. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. exactly, exactly. And and you know that's uh, maybe commonplace is an unfair phrase, but y- you tend to see kind of flyaway drummer bass events be that that kind of way, right? Sort of slightly less popular towns in less popular areas. I mean, for, for example, we talk about hospitality on the beach. It was in Albania this year. And um, you're right to call out that the information's there and it makes it easy right? to speak firsthand. I spent uh, some time today sorting out my travel arrangements and uh, we'll put links to the website and all the socials in the description to this. But yeah, you'll absolutely find on there information about where to fly to, how to get transfers. Um, you know, it's a very regular bus service. You can also rent a car fly into Barcelona, fly into Toulouse. Flights are cheap and regular from most of the main UK airports. So absolutely, uh, it is accessible with the information that's there, uh, but it is also, like you say, not necessarily a mainstream popular area. So we'll have kind of, the town will be drum base bass kind of overtaken, right? And, uh, and that, that, that'll be <laughs> yes. good. Yeah. Good. yes
2: if, even with a small crowd because the village it, it's not a town it's a village it will become a, a, a major part of what's going on yeah. yeah and on that as well i would say that we've deliberately um, made it so that we wouldn't be um, offering arrangements per se as most festivals or holiday festivals do um, because from our own experience doing that into the, the festivals that we actually really like the festivals but then we have terrible experiences with, with transfers with accommodation with things that don't go quite well especially if you go to different places outside the UK where the you know the the standards are different etc so you, you may be booking something thinking that you're going to get Um, I don't know, a four-star hotel or uh, a quick transfer or or whatever, and then you get to the place and you become a bit disappointed. So, this is why we we don't do the arrangements themselves, and we're not making any money of that either, which means the audience, the people who come here are going to be able to cut a lot on on costs because they're cutting the middleman and actually just paying what a normal person would pay to come somewhere like here.
4: I guess it offers kind of flexibility as well doesn't it really for um for, you know how you want to travel there i mean i didn't um realize as you say how easy it is to actually actually get down there uh, i mean obviously Barcelona and, and, and Toulouse are your entry points which are straightforward enough to get to from from the UK at least um so i i i, I think the approach is
0: is is good in, in that sense absolutely um, so, I just want to bring in Nomo for a second, of us, all right? So, um, I know that you have been rolling with Matt for a, quite a while. won't mind if you just give me a bit of insight into kind of you two's background together.
3: So, me and Matt originally met at the skate park, pretty much, and we kind of had like mutual friends due to school and stuff. Um, and then, anyway, we basically ended up kind of crossing paths at an illegal rave, okay, like a free party. And uh, Matt was th- this was back in the dubstep days, and uh, Matt was DJing, and uh, but anyway, I I'd caught wind of this free party, so I took along my CDs and uh, said to Matt like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know you DJed," and he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, yeah." And I said, "Oh, oh I like, I'll jump on with you if you want." He was like, "Yeah, let's do it," and then we kind of just ended up doing this like back to back at this illegal rave and. I don't know man then we were like oh we should like link up more and then I, I'd get around this flat and mix and then we ended up kind of getting like booked on nights together and we, we were always without meaning to we always ended up like a, we, we were like a duo basically and um, yeah this, and then we just got booked for more events and we were kind of like pretty much on every, every night in our local town of Bath and um, yeah it just kind of evolved from that really
0: so, you guys set up a uh, promotion Matt business, did, here, yeah, right? Yeah, Matt did. Tell me a bit about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, like, like Carl said, we, we kind of, <laughs> I think we bumped yeah. into each other. We're just like, all oh, right, you DJ, oh, sweet. And then we just had this kind of vibe together, and we, we just ended yeah. up, yeah, smashing loads of raves and parties and DJing all kinds of stuff. But yeah, it got to the point where, um, we were playing a lot of like, Warm up sets or like graveyard sets, like five till six in the oh, m- morning. Oh, so um, <laughs> yeah, just and like <laughs> I all <laughs> we all we we loved it. Well, we we always loved playing, you know. Um, but you know, at the same time, I think I think it was like one of my birthday parties um, that I just decided to put on a night and see what happens. Um, So I basically put on a a night, I decided to call it Bath City Base. Um, I basically just did it to see, well, I wanted to see my favorite um, act effectively and have a massive party with my mates. Um, So I I gave my mates free tickets, I sold the rest of the tickets, sold out the night, and um, after that everybody basically asked me when the next one was. And that's kind of how Bath City Base was born. Um, And then, yeah, Carl Carl has been a massive part of that um, ever since. He's been on every single event. Um just yeah, smashing music. Um. so yeah, I don't know, Carl, what, what was your what were what were your highlights from the Bath City Bath City bass days? Oh hold on, uh, I need to right. I need to brace myself so, for this. <laughs> so no but on, on, a, on, on
3: like a serious side of it, like it, it was always because Bath is a very small city, town, town, and, um, like, all all the clubs are very, like, they're they're all intimate, like, you know, you're, like, DJing, and you don't really have a booth or anything, you you pretty much just have a table in a cave, and, like... It's, like, boiler room style. Yeah, like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it literally is, and, like, and you'd, sort of, look up, and you'd think, like, oh, it'd be, like, ram, but really, there's probably only, like, sort of, 200 to, like, 300 people there, maybe, but, like, it just feels... So much more like intense, and like, and that's for me, that was always what I loved about the Bath City bass nights. And like, it it was always people that like knew, if you know what I mean. You you didn't really get like the kind of randomers that would pass through, do you know what I mean? Like, everyone that went was all people that were there for the music, which just made it like really good because some like we, we played a, um, like some other sort of like monthly events where it would be like a Thursday night at Punanaz and it was just all like students and like Hindus and stuff. And like, oh, it just used to drive me mad because like you, you could literally play like one wrong tune and like you just clear the club. Do you know what I mean? And it yeah. would just be there like, oh, mate, like
1: I do yeah. I do remember one time um, we were playing, I think it was actually in Punanaz on a Thursday night. And I remember um, me and Carla, like, going heavy, like, back-to-back, smashing out drum and bass. And someone comes up to me. He's like, mate, can you just play some country and western?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah and I'm like, literally.
3: You're Everybody in the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: One of those ones. It's, that's what he just said around and it's just full of cowboys. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. But there was also another one where um, we actually, we were, like, warm up. Warm up act for I, I think it was Interface and mm. we basically warmed up and like absolutely we just smashed it. And like the promoter come up to us and was like, "Yeah, you you guys need to leave, like chill, like chill out a bit, like because you're kind <laughs> of going to ruin it for the main act." Like honestly, and like the main act come on and like like literally the club just like fizzled out, and we were like, "Oh no!" Like we kind of like <laughs> stitched this guy up. Like no one's really just wasn't he didn't really play like what what everyone expected and like he kind of had to like match up and he was just like oh no like I mean as you guys know like back to back they get like competitive you get carried yeah, away like yeah, 100%. you suddenly the warm up app become like the main event and yeah See, what, burn what, what everyone the, out
4: the warm up is it is an art form in itself though isn't it you know it's, it is it's, mate yeah it's a difficult one to get right because that it, it, the, the warm-up stuff things overlooked sometimes because it, it sets the tone for the for the rest of the night. Yeah. You know, what I mean, so it, you, you've got to you've got to strike that balance. And I've like been very guilty in my younger days of, of thinking, right, I'm just going to go in there and smash it, show what I can do. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's very easy to kind of cross that line, isn't it? I think sometimes with the, with the warm-up set, I've definitely done that myself.
1: I actually, yeah.
4: um, I stitched up Kino.
1: Actually, so <laughs> one, one of the one of the things as well with, with the mountain. Basing, <laughs> well, one of the things with the mountain basting is is we we've um, we've chosen artists that we we've had either booked ourselves or we've we've worked with on other events. Like I've worked at hospitality on the beach. I've worked at Boomtown. I've worked at like a number of big festivals. So I, I know a lot of people. Um, and I know I know what they're like, but. I booked Kino and he had actually he had a broken arm at the time, so he turned up um, with a broken arm. I mean, and fair like, play
4: for, t- for still turning
1: up, man. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and he had uh, he had three decks as well. I'm like, how are you going to play with three decks with one arm? He's like, don't worry, I've got it. But anyway, I went, I I basically went on before him because I had someone else um, to play before him, and, and they bailed at the last minute and at that time i didn't play that much liquid um so my style was a bit like heavier so i had like more kind of rollers kind of jungly stuff i mm. know anyway, i smashed out this set and um he kind of looked at me like as he was going on he's like mate how am i going to follow that like, <laughs> and I'm, like, oh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry man like i, I don't really have loads of, i was supposed to play at the end like the last set you know yeah, yeah. um anyway so he played this like wicked set um but then i was outside with him after And we were kind of joking about it and there's some like diehard fans that came up and they're like, oh, mate, that that was really great. But it wasn't really a Kino set. And Kino just looks at me. He was like, well, yeah, you you can blame Matt for that. That's his fault. (laughs) But but it's just that kind of like real, like you just get on with it and you have a laugh, you know. And and that's what I really like about some of these artists that are are joining us. They're just cool people Um, and they love the music. They love being involved in the music and yeah, getting stuck in. So that, that for us is super important as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I could just picture Kino
0: with his like USB looking at it full of orchestral <laughs> drummer bass and just be like, don't hear that anymore then. <laughs> it's quality. It's a, it is an art form though, isn't it? Like I played a gig in the summer and um, I was booked at like 1am or something like that and it was like a Room 2 gig, right? So it was briefed as like liquid rollers. I get there, and the guy before me's me, got it at like 187 BPM, and he's triple dropping like the filthiest like Belgian jump up in the world, and, I, and I'm like, and it's packed, it's packed climb in down there from as well, that. mate. It's packed in there as well, and I, was, yeah, yeah. I just thought to myself, do the job the promoter asked you to do, and so yeah. obviously like I cleared the room because I was playing sort of liquid and rollers, and there's maybe 20 people left, but. Uh, afterwards the promoter came up to me was like nice one because everybody went to the headliners room and watched the people that i'm paying a lot of money to be here so. <laughs> <laughs> which which was my job right so I'm happy job, to yeah. that. yeah which is cool I just, you, sorry joe go ahead go ahead joe yeah.
2: i was going to say do you know what you've such a really good point there someone has to choose between being in different places um this is something that i really hate because often i go to like events and you've got um take motion for instance i absolutely love motion it's my favorite venue in the whole world but there are so many rooms every time i go there for anything you always have to miss out on something
0: yeah 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 Which first... we're,
4: we're avoiding yeah cool <laughs> well but, yeah, i I'm sorry i was just gonna say yeah I, I, that's a very good point i cannot think of a festival i've been to where I, i've walked away from it and gone i've seen everybody i i, I, I want to see or an event that i've been to um, I mean, I've been to some, you know, massive events at, like um, Warehouse Projects, one that, that, that sticks to mine, not to call it Warehouse Projects, you know, but um, yeah, I, I, I can't think of many events that I've been to where I've been like, yeah, I, I, big events. I'm like, yeah, I've seen everybody I want to see.
0: Yeah, you have to make a choice, right? So um, again, not, decisions. not not throwing shade on anybody, but um, mm-hmm. Hospitality in the Woods, which, which is one of my favorite festivals, uh, you know, they had like five stages all put on by different either sound systems or record labels and every all the lineups all the time Stella and you're sitting there like oh who, who do I go see and you kind of maybe catch like 20 minutes of a couple of people set because you just don't want to like miss out on something so um guys tell us about the venues that you've got and how you're going to try and deal with that problem
2: um okay so first of all because it's um such um a, a small crowd uh we're only going to have one thing happening at a time So obviously we don't need to be uh, choosing between places and this is great for us as well because we get to see everyone and everything. Um, But that's really important, I think, that you can. You might not want to do everything, but whatever you want to do, you can do it. In terms of venues, obviously, because of the location itself, um, there are actually bigger venues in in the village than the ones we're going to use, but we have deliberately chosen um, two types of venues either daytime uh, spots, uh, which are all outdoors with amazing views, uh, or nighttime uh, venues that will be in rustic, local um, buildings, uh, basically retaining the, the, the local atmosphere and culture.
0: That sounds awesome are both environments that i cannot wait to play in be wicked um, I
4: from the from the, the you know the pictures that i've seen um it's just like your guys like view um like especially like this time of year when like you know england it's it's just like honestly it's no. you, you don't see daylight most of the time in, 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 it's in like the apocalyptic
3: moment, at the moment yeah, yeah yeah it's literally <laughs> it's like, like everybody's everything. just
4: Great and happy. and then like I, you know, Matt will send like a picture. Of, oh yeah, here's the mountain. I'm just ah, like, oh, yeah, thanks for that man. Cheers. It's, um,
1: <laughs> it's a truly, truly stunning place. But the great thing about here as well, we have you know, Andorra boasts like 300 days of sunshine a year. So you know, normally if you do get snow, you're also going to get a lot of sunlight as well, um, and just like really good views. But yeah, we've we've got some really cool spots. Um, up on the mountain um, for some pretty special, special events. So yeah, really looking forward to that as well. Um, got some cool places for après ski as well. So we're kind of moved from on the mountain, après ski, nighttime events, but we're also leaving quite a lot of space in the schedule for people to enjoy skiing, you know, because you don't want to come on holiday and pay for your ski hire and, and, your, and your snowboard hire and not have time to actually ski or snowboard. Um, so that's something we've, we've worked on as well.
2: Yeah, And not just skiing, just having a little bit of time to, you know, go home, have a shower, change your clothes, don't feel pressure to go from the slope straight into the night rave, whatever, in your ski gear, you know. We want people to be comfortable uh, and to be able to relax as well. It's a very relaxing uh, place it's lively, but it is very relaxing too. So whatever you know, people want to do between partying, skiing, or snowboarding, um, enjoying the the restaurants, the mountain, um, or just going for a skank.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's there's a little bit of everything, and it's possible to to do the pick and mix that you want. Sure
0: What's the um, Andorran culture and cuisine like? So for those that don't know, Andorra is kind of nestled in the mountains between France and Spain. So does it take kind of cultural and food influences from both sides or does it have its own culture? How does this work?
2: Yes, that's really interesting, actually. So um, Andorra is between both countries, Spain and France, and obviously takes a lot of their culture in everything from, from language to cuisine to social interactions, etc. However, um, Talking about specifically restaurants and things like that, it's very much a melting pot. There's a huge expats community. In fact, we sometimes jokingly say that uh, Andorans are a myth.
4: <laughs> it's, it's actually <laughs> yeah.
2: difficult to meet people who are truly Andoran born and bred. Most people here are actually expats from all over the world. So if, if you go for a walk around, you will see restaurants from all over the place, uh, uh, sorry, from all over the world. You will see languages from, um, hear languages from all over the world and you'll see all sorts of faces and, and ethnicities.
0: Awesome, that sounds exciting. Absolutely perfect for drum and bass as well. It's all about all colours, all creed, right? So sounds perfect. Um, Yeah, so I, you mentioned, Matt, you mentioned a couple of special events that are going on with the different spots you've got. I think it would be worth us kind of calling those out, spending some time being super excited about them. Because I know for myself, you've got, you got a few of the things that, well, I'm excited about, so tell me about them.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so we're doing a couple of like special things on the mountain. Um, as I said, we, we have managed to, first of all, um, we're, we've persuaded effectively Degs and Hospital Records to um, do a podcast from the mountain. Um, so we've got a really, really cool location for that. It's like an outdoor terrace with incredible views um kind of wood cabin vibes on on an outdoor terrace overlooking the ski slopes. Um, so yeah, we kind of we chatted to Degs about it. We were kind of a little bit cheeky in sort of punting these ideas. Um, and we were we we're actually really blown away by the response from like hospital records and, and the artists themselves. They're like super, super up for it. Um, so all of that's gonna be filmed um and streamed. Um so you know people can can come and be a part of the hospital podcast with Degs. Um, you know, we, we love Degs for his kind of his lively attitude. Um, you know, he's great at hosting and just having a laugh and banter with people. Um, normally his podcasts are done without a crowd. Um, and this time we've we've got a crowd so anyone can come and, and watch that. Um, and yeah, that's going to be super cool. So I think that's going to be really special. Um, so we're, we're, we've, we've got a guy filming this as well. Um, who's got kind of drones and things that will be flying around um, taking in the scenery. Um, we've also got a really another really special one, which is Kino. Um, is I don't know if any of the listeners really follow Kino, um, but if you do, you'll probably know that he's going through a bit of a change at the moment. He's um, kind of leaving hospital records and starting his own record label, um, Kino Music. He's got an album um, which is actually dropping at Midnight Tonight, his first song on his album. Um, so he's coming over to basically do a, an album preview, as well as his, his set, um, aside from that, his, his nighttime set. Um, so he's going to be doing a basically a album preview, um, I can't say too much about it, um, because a lot of it's still under wraps, but it's going to be on the ski slopes, um, so right in the middle of the slopes. And again, it's going to be all about kind of um, kind of photography, really cool views, um, people getting involved in that, and and just yeah, just really pairing up his new music with a stunning location. Um, and yeah, I'm just trying to think of what else I can say without breaking. Well, I'll, I'll right. help, right?
0: So we're we're recording <coughs> this on the first of December. Uh, so Ooh. as Matt says. Lights On comes out Midnight Tonight, which is the first track from Kino's upcoming album. Um, He's been pretty open about talking about the fact that he's now come to an end of his sort of exclusivity with Hospital and he's excited to be able to focus really on the kind of the sort of ecosphere around his music and, and take control of that. So. The, the type of event that you're talking about, putting on there, you know, focusing on photography, focusing on location, absolutely is, is bang on with what he's looking to do in the future. Uh, so I think it's it's a it's a winner for you guys to have bagged that, to be honest. But it's also a winner for us to be able to be there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, Will's such a nice guy. He's, he's, he's always happy to chat, and I think yeah. he's perfect for the sort of ethos of the event that you've described. Yeah, so really, uh, I mean,
4: you, you talk about experiences today. I mean, that is that is
0: pretty pretty much as good as it gets. Mm, mm. and and you know s- sort of self-plug it. that's why me and tom are hoping to do something of our own out there as well so uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: if we see any of those
0: like prime locations empty you might just see us sneaking up with a usb yeah
4: stick us in a shed somewhere you know yeah. that will be fine <laughs> no,
1: um, i'll I tell mean, you what
4: sorry sorry go on sorry go on.
1: yeah i mean that's that's a be- kind of the beauty of the location is is a lot of it's um quite untapped and you know, we we're privileged really because we've we've spent a lot of time getting to know the people here and, and the people on the mountain. Um, so we have quite a lot of leverage uh, with doing these kind of things that that normally other people wouldn't be able to do. Um, but also, yeah, it just brings something extra. It's not just going to a normal night out in a in a bar or a venue. You know, there's things happening out on the mountain. Um, in just really cool locations. And again, just an intimate vibe with just super cool people that are there to have fun and, and to express themselves through music. And I think that's really cool with the direction that Kino's taken. Um, I think that's a really good step for him. And, you know, his kind of music just really encompasses the whole ethos and the spirit of this place. It's like we often are listening to this kind of music, just skiing around and walking and it, it just fits so well. You know, it's like, it's like this, it's,
0: perfect.
1: it's like a soundtrack. You yeah, know? so definitely. I'm really excited about that as well. Yeah, cool. So,
0: um you I know you've got some more, like less, uh, I don't know what the right word is, like things that are happening that aren't just DJ sets. Uh, you know, do, are there any of those kind of things you want to call out at the moment? I appreciate you might be trying to keep some of them under wraps. So, you know, say as much as or as little as you want to. <laughs> sure.
2: Uh, yeah, so um, it's not just about the music, it's about bringing people together. So, We've got lots of activities that we will be organizing to get whoever wants involved. Um, so these will be things like we want to do um, a German-based pub quiz and a German-based uh, bongos bingo, for instance. Um, we're going to be organizing groups, um, not groups, basically, a, a, a bit of, um, how to say, a um, an excursion, <laughs> call I've, it that, I've, a big excursion. One big excursion Sal,
1: just everybody, <laughs> yeah. yeah. From,
2: from Arinsal, which is uh, where we're based and where all the music or most of the music is happening and taking them through the ski slopes all the way to Pal. Uh, because one of the things being from here, one of the things we know that happens to people who come to Arinsal is they go up to the resorts, the ski resort in Arinsal, which is actually quite small. And if you're a good skier, um, after a day or two, you're a bit bored. And what they don't know is that you can actually connect to Pal through the slopes. There's um, um, a cable car. And Pal, uh, for me, it's one of the most beautiful resorts um, of the Pyrenees. It's absolutely amazing. So we want to... um, facilitate people getting to know the whole of the resort and also for smaller groups or people who come alone or um, who are alone because of, I don't know their friends are doing something else to have the opportunity to actually do this with other people and in this way we can also somehow facilitate that everyone mingles a bit Um that's another one so we will take them to some of our favorite spots obviously we know all the all the nooks and crannies. Um, so it's also an opportunity of seeing it, uh, the place from from the eyes of someone who lives here and knows the place well. And what else? Um, barbecues uh, barbecue. up in the up yeah. in the mountain.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got mountain barbecue. Um, I can't think what else now. Got ap- yeah, so après ski um, events, kind of outdoor yeah. après ski stuff. Um, we've got a few other things that are kind of under wraps, but. Um, again because it's such a small group we have the ability to do things that you can't do with thousands of people exactly. it's just impossible um, so you know it's, a, it's again it's just a real spirit of like togetherness and just being one big group of people like one big group of friends um, so yeah we've got a couple of like excursions plans we're gonna have like a kind of a, a group like a whatsapp group where you can just meet and meet people and hang out and just have time to just chill we'll say look we're gonna be here if you want to join us So, yeah, we got got a number of these kind of ancillary things happening. So, it's not just about the music, it's about coming and and just enjoying the whole resort and and really feeling like you've made the most of it, you know?
4: I feel like uh, I need to to get my thinking cap on for a team name for the DB Pub Quiz. (laughs) <laughs> just throwing that. out there.
1: We appreciate
2: some help, actually, and we don't have a, a, a presenter, a host well, yet. We don't so have a host yet. I mean,
1: yes. <laughs> we're hoping. I mean, you know, because we're also all of the artists are going to be there the whole week. So, again, this is something we wanted to um, to change because you know, from working at big events myself, exactly. I get a lot of people moaning that they just fly in and fly out; they don't even experience the thing. So, you know, we've we've gone out of our way to make sure that they're here for the whole thing um so we're hoping to to get some special guests coming along um, and yeah get people involved in things um, whilst they're here so again some things we can and can't say um, but it's all part of the the kind of the surprise nature of of some of the things that are happening and
2: yeah. and not everything is going to be strictly planned i think one of the good things about being a smaller group is that we can give a little bit uh, of leeway for improvisation and to see what what suits the moment and the current time Mm. Um, even uh, things like you were saying, oh, I'll well, be we buying USB sticks. Well, all yeah. DJs Come are along, welcome yeah. because if there's a slot and if there's someone there who wants to play, you know, why not? Yeah. It's not, um, you know, it's it, it's a little bit um, like leaving the office and starting to work from home. It, it's making it down to work. It's making it human um, and, and easier to manage according to, to what's what's happening at the moment and how people feel and what people want to
4: do.
0: it just sounds amazing (laughs) yeah it's like you said at the start Tom I keep pinching myself like are we actually involved with this?
4: yeah it's it's crazy it is absolutely crazy Um, it's it's like well I think you know once I'm there once I see the mountains I'm like all right, yeah yeah you know
1: um, (laughs) I I think that it's like it's really important for us to have people involved that like you guys are just you know genuine humble guys you love music Um, you're pushing the music through your own channels and and doing your thing and and you're, you're doing that for the love of music. It's not like you're, you're trying to do this for some massive fan base or monetizing off it. You know, it's, it's for the genuine love and that's really important to us as well. It's one thing we love about uh, Kyle, AKA No Motivation. Um, it's just, he just loves the music. He loves being involved and he's, he plays amazing music, plays amazing sets. You. Um you. You're welcome, dude. <laughs> Um, but you know, also the yeah, you know, a lot of the other support DJs. We've got people from Bath coming over. So Carl's coming over. We've now got Riddle as well. Um, we have got Red Lebanon coming from the Netherlands, who's involved with Caucasof Sound. Um, we got Janos from, from Germany, who who again is yeah remote control now. <laughs> who again is just really cool guy, really amazing DJ, great producer, um, really underrated. And we just want mm-hmm. these people that that. Can play amazing music, but just want to have fun and be a part of it. So, yeah, yeah really, yeah. really happy to have you guys on board, and um yeah, we welcome you. you with open arms. I think you're gonna no, absolutely man. love it. Big I, I, I just, right now,
4: isn't it? <laughs> 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 I, must, I must admit, I've discovered some fantastic artists that you know are not necessarily the the headliners, but some events I've been to, I've, I've seen some absolutely fantastic kind of. Um, you know, kind of left field artists, if you like. So, uh, it's it's an important part. It's it's an important part of the event to have that that more kind of grassroots talent, if you like. I, th- I think. So, I
1: think I think again, one of the great things about DMB is if you love DMB, you just it's like you almost instantly have this connection, this kind of
4: yeah, this yeah rapport,
1: this affinity with each other, which you don't seem to get with other things. Um, like remote control, we found literally on Spotify. Yeah. um listened to a mix of his and then checked out some of his tunes we're like how is this guy not signed so we, we signed him up to the to the brand because we also we do sort of artist management and, and other things so yeah just instantly signed him um and yeah we we love to kind of support that and, and i think it's the same as you guys with with what you do is supporting that that kind of those up and coming people that are perhaps a bit underrated or overlooked you know and yeah, I think that's yeah, super yeah. important
4: and it's this... this, this sorry, sorry. Um, this, I just this, was just going
1: to
2: say... You go.
4: <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. What you were saying would no, be no, no. Go on, considerably go on. my part. Don't worry, don't worry, it's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine.
0: Go ahead, Jay.
2: No, I was... A uh, very s- small comment I was just going to say. I think this is something really amazing about drum and bass and it's one of the things that made me fall in love with it so badly is the music is incredible and it's one of those things. Once you go into drum and bass, you don't go back. But the vibe, the spirit—people um, are, whether they're playing or dancing or just they're listening—everyone loves it, um, and and it's a unique um, atmosphere that I, I I have never seen in in any other genre.
4: Mm, no, so it's, true. it's it's, it's it, the energy flows through it, doesn't it? It's such high energy music that you you can't help but be infected by that. I think
0: it's even true, like online, you know, um, <laughs> Kyle's a great example, right? So you've built this stream room for yourself. You put all this effort into this amazing visual that you're, you know, for those that are watching the video version of this, you'll be able to see. Um, you know, you take hand the built. time, and hand built, took the time. <laughs> it was made. like the first thing you did when you bought your house, move in, sort this out. All just for the love of the music and the love of the performance, right? So um, That's it. Banging, man. Like, yeah. Tell me tell me a bit about that for those that can't see it, Carl. Give us a bit of a view.
3: So Basically, obviously, due to getting a little bit older now, I don't play out quite as much. But due, like the the era we're in now, like y- you can connect with so many people just literally through a smartphone. So the kind of direction I kind of accidentally ended up going was TikTok. Um, so I started doing live TikTok streams, and obviously, I don't know. For me, I've just always liked that kind of like interactive, like. You know, have a, a bit of a joke. Um, it's a
4: very yeah, different so format, it, isn't it?
3: Yeah, like, it's, it's almost like a radio that people yeah. can interact with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And for me, it's just... I just wanted this cool visual that was like... It, it could fit the mood of the mix, should we say. Like, I, I can it basically, behind me, it looks like a cloud and I can sort of make it look like a thunderstorm. At the moment, if you can see, it's just on, I haven't got it flashing or anything because I don't want to give everyone epilepsy. Yeah, it's just chilling. It's just chilling (laughs) at the moment. But when when it's like proper fired up and that, it's, yeah, it's just, it gives like a, I don't know, it's just like, it just gives that more of a vibe. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I basically built it.
4: I've seen you on your streams with that thing in like Full Swing Man and it is it is a sight to behold it's a thing of beauty though <laughs> yeah.
1: it's like Jesus DJing in a
4: thunderstorm
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah
4: I'm quite yeah. into like my lighting and stuff like that and then uh, uh, Kyle sent us a picture as he was building it and then he uh, we saw it before like he, he put it on his stream and I was like oh come on <laughs> I was like I am yeah. done
3: <laughs> but yeah it's just the funny thing is I, I honestly I'm not a very creative person at all like I've never really created anything and then like I've just had my mind set on this like insane looking wall and like all of a sudden I just like created it and I was like oh my god like what have I created like it's just yeah it's mad the so first- I've, I've, go
1: ahead, I've, got, I've got a question to punt back to you guys actually so how did you guys end up connecting like how because now, obviously i've known Carl for ages um we've known each other briefly um but how did you guys kind of um connect and and, and get together we got to shout out cookie tea right now don't we
4: yeah i suppose i'm probably yeah. um, uh, best place to answer that one in um in the absence of my uh, my best half um so um we started and i guess this speaks to um You know, kind of how social media can really be an important tool in in, in the modern day world. And and also
0: the welcomingness of drum and bass as well, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, even through, like, um, you know, not kind of meeting each other in person, we've still managed to form quite you know quite a significant connection i think it's fair to say so um my partner and uh, and you know kind of um, going through time myself i became more involved um we um essentially started on, um, on on tiktok just to see what all the hype's about you know um and um we, we started DJing on there um and then through that my my partner wanted to um the thing that she she really enjoys as she, uh, she um, was quite quite new to DJ she learned um not to dwell on it too much she learned learned from herself um and just just fell in love with it um and she then kind of wanted to to um pay it forward if you like and um set up a platform that that would help kind of other DJs um you know, grow as DJs and um, and and help them kind of grow their, their platforms on social media. Um, and we um uh, we, we did that in the format of a of a WhatsApp group, um essentially. Um and we've just kind of gone through and and picked up DJs kind of as we've gone along. I think I think Kyle was probably one of the first ones that we found actually. I still remember that day yeah. when we kind of
3: dropped oh, in mate. on your stream. <laughs> I, all all I remember was like so I, I've only recently because on TikTok you can only go live when you get a thousand followers yeah yeah. so I kind of like grinded away and I kind of got lucky with like some things here and there and basically I got to enough followers to go live and I just sort of I've never never been overly bothered about like how many viewers and this and that like for me it's just I make kind of practice fun whatever like and I can share it with people and like uh, you know i was getting like people that i know personally like pop in like oh hi yeah great and then you get like the odd randomer roll through and then all of a sudden this cookie tea rolls through and uh she was like wow you're amazing um like yeah this is wicked like oh my mates would love this and then sent out like these invites and then all of a sudden i've got like 20 people watching me going from like two or three and i'm like whoa i'm like what's going on and then Yeah, it just kind of like evolves. Like that person then invites someone, and then that person invites. So it's 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 almost like a chain reaction. And it's
4: it's it's like a community, isn't it? You know, like the community on, on. TikTok, especially, yeah. um, as, as daft as it may sound, sometimes, um, you know, because it's, it's it's a social media app. But it's I've not experienced a community uh, on a social no. media app like that. It's it, it is it is insane. And I mean, the the fact that you know, kind of, we've all linked up, and what's what's come out of it is testament to that. I think.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like, just just to build on that a bit as well. You know, um, I came across the TikTok um, IDG on UK Flavor Radio, and they were sort of wanting to branch out into the TikTok space, so got into TikTok for that same reason and of course the same as Kyle says like cookies in every live I see you're talking get friendly do you want to interact with some other people we've t- kind of taken that to the point now where we sort of support each other with content creation we support each other with uh, like the, the sets that we do, and we jump on each other's like podcasts or whatever um, you know we run, sell merch together we kind of the, the, the whole label thing that I'm doing will of course feature producers from that space that want to as well as the sort of more known producers and then other kind of underground producers that aren't involved in that scene and um, yeah just I guess through Cookie and Cookies want to be friendly and have a big group with everybody and bring bring everybody along her journey that's kind of how I at least met and I and it's weird because I don't think the three of us have actually all met at the same time right I've
4: met no, Tom no.
0: <laughs> and I've met no. Kyle separately but I don't know if you two ever actually met each other
4: no, it's, it sounds yeah. crazy to say that as well, doesn't it? Yeah, after you know, like a year of rolling doing? deep
0: together, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, we met at um, lots of blood, didn't we? So I think that was the first time we uh, we came across each other, and it's it's amazing how, how even you know, kind of having not met in person, the conversation just flows straight away, doesn't it? Because I think you, yeah, and this kind of goes back to I think to the the significance of the connections that you can build. um through um through you know the the, the social media and the, the community that we've, we've we've created um it's just it's just it's kind of like it's like hooking up with an old friend isn't it you know what i mean
0: exactly that and just while we're on this vein while we're talking about supporting each other uh, am i right in saying that all of us that are on this call that are djs are going to be putting together a special edition of your podcast, Tom? I, uh, I hope so.
4: <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to be me.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: um, so, um, so obviously, there's um, th- this podcast that we're on right now um, is is focused on kind of um, having a little chat. You know, more kind of details on the event um my podcast the liquid chill podcast um for the for the last episode of the year wanted to go out with a bang um so we'll be putting together a two hour um special extended episode of the liquid chill podcast um and you will have a half an hour guest mix from everybody on this call um just to just to get a flavor of of what to expect at, at um at the mountain base event basically so uh, i'm really really gassed to to hear everybody's mixes first and foremost you know um but yeah really really excited to put that together and, and uh, finish the year on a high note uh
0: links links to that will be in the description as well <laughs> just go do that when it's published um yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of dates now. <laughs> we can sort all that later, don't worry. Don't worry. Well, speaking of dates, should we hit some particulars, right, for the festival? Mm. Let's go. Mm. What are the specific dates that we've got for... Sorry, for the experience, not for the festival. What are the specific dates
1: that we've got for Mountain Base? Um, so we are going 6th till the 10th of March, 2023, obviously. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the the experiences will be happening... Between those dates, um, people are welcome to obviously come for longer, um, we will still be around, uh, we live here and we would love to invite people to, you know, explore more with us, um, we love doing things like overnight hikes in the mountain, um, you know, going up into the mountain and stuff, so yeah, if anyone's up for that then and they want to hang around um, and just get to know us um, or stay longer and just enjoy um then yeah that's that would be awesome as well um but yeah so between 6th to the 10th of march is is when everything's happening musically
2: if anyone wants to explore a little bit more of andorra because obviously what we're doing is all based in this area but there's a whole other two well two other whole valleys to explore so there's plenty to keep uh, people entertained for a bit longer if one, two.
1: Yeah, for those more experienced skiers, I mean, we've got a snow park in, in inside which is actually a really cool snow park. So um, if people who are more experienced are thinking, uh, you know, more extreme people are thinking, oh, it's not a massive, massive area. Um, there is plenty to keep everybody ent- entertained. And then, yeah, so the other resorts are enormous. So if you link it all up, it's I think like 400, 400 and something kilometers of slopes yeah. altogether. Um, so, yeah, loads of stuff to do here.
4: Do you, um, do you have any tips for an absolute novice skier?
1: <laughs> yeah, um yeah, prepare for Bruising. Better fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll give you a good tip. Don't do what Matt did and don't uh, learn to ski or snowboard by being dropped at the top of a, a red slope and be <laughs> yeah. left alone to your devices. Oh,
1: yes, so well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Try, <laughs> try a beginner slope the, first. The
1: first. The first time I <laughs> snowboarded, um, thanks to my, my very good French friend um, who was the sax player for my band, actually, uh, back in England... He's like, oh, do you want to try snowboarding? I'm like, yeah, cool, I'll give it a go, because I've, I've done a lot of skateboarding. Um, so he took me to Morzine, um, took me to the top of a red run, and just disappeared while shouting, the best way to learn is on your own. <laughs> so he, disappears, he disappears down a slope. And I'm thinking like, man, I've got this, you know, I can skateboard pretty well, it's got to be the same. What he didn't tell me is that snowboarding, you have to be on a, on a heel or toe edge, so like, I just had my board flat. I got to a massive slope with a huge run out at the bottom. And yeah, I think w- within the first 10 minutes, I've broken three ribs, um, two in the front, one in the back, and severely bruised my coccyx. Um, and then spent another nine days in absolute agony, not being able to like sleep. Um, but I did learn quite quick, because if I fell over, it was so painful, yeah. it's like...
2: You couldn't afford to fall um, over. I'm like, man, I
1: cannot fall over. And I actually, we were wrapping bubble wrap. We found a roll of bubble wrap, and we were wrapping it around myself. Um, and I was going out, like, wrapped in bubble wrap, just just to kind of ease the, the pain of, of falling over. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good laugh, you know? I mean... Yeah. You know, what, no, what and, doesn't kill you makes makes you stronger.
2: And Adian is a really good resort oh. to for beginners, actually, because it, is, it, yeah. it has quite a, a lot of um, of extension in, in in blue and green green runs. Um, and basically, I think the the best advice is, you know. Uh, just get your your ski gear there's loads of uh ski Strap on a of skis. Here. there's <laughs> yeah. a there's a ski school if you want to have lessons that that's not a problem but if you want to learn by yourself there will be lots of pe- experienced skiers around to give you a few
4: tips sure,
0: yeah. Yeah, sure. no that's great that's great you're uh, matt your first time sounds a lot like my first time apart from you seem to tough it out whereas i wimped And I was trying to, I was basically done exactly the same thing as you. But then after I got to the point where I was like, I can't actually do this. I'm just going to have to walk down the mountain. And I'd been walking down the mountain for like (laughs) 20 minutes. And eventually I get picked up by Italian carabinieri on a snowmobile. He's like, you can't walk on the slopes. (laughs) So he puts me on the back of the snowmobile and takes me to the bottom of the mountain. And then I'm looking around like, this doesn't look like my resort. Where the hell am I? And uh, ask whoa, around, like, whoa, whoa. what town am I in? it turns out I'm, like, an hour and 40-minute bus ride away oh, from no, where no. i actually <laughs> supposed to be staying. So I'm there in, like, ski boots, Lovely. get the bus like a lemon all the way back and went straight to the ski school and was like, can I book a lesson for tomorrow morning, please? Thank you, sir. Oh, um, but, yeah, it, it, was good. Well, it was good. Another good thing
1: about about where we're doing because nothing's super enormous. It's like if you end up getting stuck in the other resort, there's free buses that just bring you oh, back yeah. up, and it's yeah. everything's close, like, everything... In fact, the whole of Andorra, you can drive from one side to the other in like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. So like, nothing is far away, you know? And that's that's kind of the beauty of it as well. But yeah, there's there's so much to do here. And you know, even even in a Rinsau, like off-pisting, when you get a good snow dump, like, man, it's insane. Like really, really good for, for off pisteing and just, just generally having a good laugh. Um, and obviously we implore people to come join us and get stuck in and hopefully not break loads of bones yeah. yeah yeah I don't want to do a keener you
4: know <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> will
3: our
0: will our European healthcare work over there yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I nearly said something that was political I'm not going to say it. um edit 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 have
4: you ever that. skied have you ever skied number? No, no.
3: I haven't. No, o- only on a dry slope. But apparently that's uh, not yeah, um, like, that counts. It's, yeah. not
0: rooting, it's not
3: real skiing. That uh, counts. Though, <laughs> nah, man. Like,
0: if you've stood I
4: up on know. skis, it counts. <laughs> See, I've not even uh, got honestly, that far. But I've never skied, man. So
1: I was probably I like know. fourteen, fifteen, maybe. So it's like, yeah, oh, that's that's weird because um, Nomo's brother is like super good, and he's coming. So maybe he can teach you. But probably what he'll do is just bugger off and leave you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> best <laughs> <place> <laughs> on the road,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll but, get one of those snow bikes the little like ski. Yeah, bike yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do. Well, those they those do are
2: Yeah, you can rent those here too. But um, yeah. I would start with skiing. Yeah, start, yeah, like good. Is good. skiing Skiing yeah. is 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 good for beginners, and it's not very difficult to to get to a point where you can actually you know be Enjoy sliding yourself. around and enjoying it yeah,
0: yeah, so it's not
2: true. a difficult sport
0: they always say skiing's easy to easy to learn and hard to master and snowboarding's the yeah. other way around hard to learn but easy yeah, exactly. to master
4: snowboarding and confuses me man i'll be honest like I, <laughs> if you fall down on a snowboard how do you get up because like your legs are just
2: <laughs> it depends on whether you get up from, from the front or back so it depends on whether you get up from your knees or from your butts okay <laughs> but
1: the, the, the best bit is when you fall over in like waist deep powder and then you're like you're trying to like swim to the top of the powder and you just exhaust yourself yeah, and, and you just can't give can. up and like lie back and you're just like ah oh, man I'm just going to here for a minute <laughs> like, yeah
2: trust um, me you do want to be my height and getting lost in the powder yeah. it happens all the time
0: <laughs> the trees right yeah you honestly, like, maybe this is a bit just me, but you don't want to be snowboarding anyway. You've got to push around with one yeah. foot. Ski lifts are hard. It's all about skiing. Yeah.
4: yeah. You know, you you got to relax, haven't you? you to, to, to got to
0: take it, it off and walk. I love, yeah. love bombing past snowboarders while they're walking or pushing, and I'm like do you want to poll mate? do you want me to pull me up? <laughs> I'm loving for like um
4: for the, for the people that are watching this I'm loving how Carl's just like casually cycling through his life settings in the corner yeah.
3: it just feels like a flex <laughs> it, it starts hurting my eyes after a while and it's like I, I yeah, bet,
4: it's, I, is it as bright as it looks Max that, it looks insanely bright
3: yeah so I've got the brightness to write up just so you guys can actually see me but you, yeah. you should, oh I can't do it now I remember the first wow. live when you
0: debuted this, and you were like cycling through all the different colours, and like the, ch- the chat was going wild. Like, oh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen! And then you yeah. got to this like mode that was like red strobe, and then all of a sudden the chat was like, too much, too much. <laughs> too-
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, yeah, you can do if you do want to just see a little bit
4: of the flashy stuff. Like. Yeah. That's, that's so cool, man. That's God, is. Is
1: God mode. Yeah, yeah. God <laughs> mode, yeah. yeah.
3: And, so, well,
0: yeah, you say God mode, amazing. right? You say God mode. If, Carl's got a bit of a movement around him on Sunday mornings with his Sunday church services. You know, it gives us all some really soulful liquid and recalibrates our soul, and we, we repent in the chat for our weekly sins.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> got the power yeah. of
0: Thor behind him
1: while he's doing it. It's brilliant. It's called yeah, Sunday fun. service yeah lock <laughs> in <laughs> well I mean I've, I've now got TikTok so I'm joined I'm jumping on the bandwagon you know I'm uh, I'm going to get involved so I'll be tuning in when
0: you reach that 800 followers mark as well we are getting on and doing some mountain based live streams for you oh, I'll yeah, jump in sure, yeah, yeah sure, we'll jump absolutely.
4: Out, and um, you know anything we can do to help get you the...
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah 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 um, so cool, like uh, website is mountainbase.com, is that correct? Uh, .co.uk uk, yep. and that's where you can go to find tickets and travel information,
1: right? Yeah, so literally everything is on there that you need. So as Joe was saying, we spent a lot of time um, just piecing together information, giving some of our local knowledge. Um, do you want to elaborate?
2: Um, well, basically, most um, most questions you may have or requests of information should probably be there. Uh, if not, feel free to drop us uh, an email. But basically, we've got information about airports, transfers from airports to resorts, all the little uh, you know tricks and tips. Um, some information about some of the local hotels, lo- local restaurants and bars, giving a bit a little bit of an overview. Um, if resorts. The, the resorts, the the ski schools, the... Um, Andorra, as Andorra a whole, yeah, yeah the, the the different skiing areas, uh, how to buy tickets and how things work. If there's something that um, anyone wants to know, information that's not there, um, please just let us know, send us an email, and we'll make sure to put it there. I
1: think it's it's unlikely. We've we've covered. <laughs> I think we've covered pretty much all bases. But yeah, if anyone uh, has a question by all means, drop us a message and we'll, we'll happily help. Yeah,
2: no, we didn't. I just realized we don't have any information about ski hire.
1: That's, that's, that's <laughs> true, yeah.
2: But that will be in there in the next shortly. 48 hours.
1: <laughs> 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 the uh, next
2: 48 hours, it will be there.
0: <laughs> there. There is information on ski passes and where to get it from and, and everything yes. like that. I was looking yeah. at the website yes. today, so it's uh, good, yeah. good. And that's just remind solution. us what the ticket price is. Sorry, Tom.
2: But for the resort, uh, for, for the the, the, for the ski
1: passes. no, for the event, oh, sorry, the event. yeah.
2: Um, I think at the moment they're running at. Uh, we had
1: 75, seventy-five plus booking fee. Yeah, yeah, we we had early birds that sold out at sixty. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, seventy-five, um, plus a booking fee. Um, so we we've obviously tried to keep the the costs as low as possible. Um, mm-hmm. and two hundred people. Yeah, it can't we can't really we, be any lower. <laughs> we feel totally it's good money, money. Yeah, and yeah, price, yeah. yeah, yeah, we you know we don't, we don't want to be making money off off. Um, you know, we know how expensive it is to go skiing. Uh, we've done it ourselves many times, gone to many many festivals. We want to keep the cost low. We're not here to to make money off people's accommodation and transfers and flights. Like we, we're just not about that. We're really just trying to cover our costs um, and want people to come and have a good time and have great memories, make some great friends and. Hopefully, do it over and over again in really cool locations. So that's that's kind of the the idea behind it, really.
0: So is that the goal then? If this goes well, we'll see more from this more of this kind of thing.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: the idea would be, I suppose, to do different locations, but always with the same ethos. So it could be a, a snow event, it could be um, summer mountain or beach event, or anything different. But um, the idea is always being this sort of location, uh, non-touristy, untapped, uh, small um happy, safe, yeah. and different. And yeah.
1: we we've had the pleasure of uh doing quite a lot of travelling and working around Europe. So we, we've got some and Joe's Portuguese as well. Um, so we we've got some ideas of stuff and you know when when we came when I came here anyway I took a bit of a hiatus from, from actually doing events. Um, I tried to continue doing events in the UK when I moved here and it was it was just too much like flying back to do them. So yeah, this is really kind of a bit of a new beginning, like starting to do events again, love putting on nights. And one of the really cool things actually is, is loads of the artists that, that I used to work with and booked have been messaging me like really supportive, like, oh, Matt, you know, they, I think they really appreciated the effort I put into my nights and getting to know people, meeting people, yeah. making them feel included. Um, it wasn't, it was always like not huge venues. And you know, we're going out for, for meals with the artists, making them feel welcome, getting to know them. And I had so many people messaging me, just like, oh man, love to be involved. Like, you know, just really supportive from the whole scene really. So it's, it's, it's been a really cool thing. Um, so that's cool as well. Yeah, that's wicked. So
0: listeners out there, if you want this kind of thing to continue, you want to come along, get those tickets before they run out. As we've said, it's super exclusive, super limited numbers. It'd be cool to see everybody there. Anyone want to cover anything else before we run out of time today? That sounds like a very formal thing, like I might say. <laughs> <laughs> any, any other more business?
3: alright <laughs>
4: oh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw one out there. I'll throw it yeah, out great, there. In, in general, um, favourite tune this year? As we're nearly at the end of the year. Of it's going to be the one that comes out at midnight,
0: clearly. <laughs> clearly. Every, uh, like shout, like out, shout out Jono, shout out, Johnno. shout out Banzi. You guys know how much I'm going to be all over this keynote record when it comes out. But um, to answer the question for what's out today, uh, my favourite tune of the year is Alkali, In My Mind. Which if you haven't yeah. heard it, go and check it out because it's yeah.
1: awesome. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what I've heard I actually, I'd, like For me, it's really hard because I'm a bit of a my and, and Kyle will probably vouch for this um because like my taste is just constantly changing, so mm-hmm. you know like 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 Kyle mentions, we used to play dubstep back in the day, so like I used to love dubstep, but my style literally changes pretty much every two months um, yeah, yeah. but yeah some we we've really appreciated there's like um wilkinson's uh I'm terrible with names (laughs) Um, yeah I'm really bad with names but there's actually been some great music um, all year and I think it's really
4: fantastic
1: yeah pretty diverse as well Um, Mm. but yeah to say a favourite it's tough man Um, yeah really liking like graphic stuff at the moment um, what he's been doing what he's been pushing out Um, yeah impossible I don't know no motivation. What What are you saying for your favourite tune of the year? Oh, do you know? What? I I don't know
3: if it's actually if it was actually released this year. I can't remember, but it was on the Sub Focus and Wilkinson album that they'd done together, and it's kind of like become my. I don't know how to explain it. What What would you class it as my kind of? Um, tune. Mm. Yeah, it's almost my theme tune, and it's, the song's <laughs> called "Ray of Sun." Your signature blend, yeah, oh, yeah, it's a blend, yes. a yeah. right. blend, yeah. blend. And like, yeah, for me, that like, honestly, I cannot wait to be at some some view or some like, yeah, man, some club where everyone appreciates the music yeah. and to play the blend. Like, honestly, <laughs> I keep thinking about, it, I'm like, oh, going to be mad. Like, it's just, yeah.
0: I can't oh, hear of yeah. Sun without seeing your face in my mind now as well which which is I not a bad thing
4: but... I said the other day because um, Kyle does this blend of of Sun uh, and uh, um, There For You by is it called Shock? Culture Shock? Culture Shock yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's he does really this good. blend of the two and during the breakdown um, he'll bring the lyrics in um, from of Sun or the other vice versa I can't remember which way but I cannot I was listening to Culture Shock the other day and I'm like where are the lyrics? Where's the lyrics? This tune's got lyrics in the breakdown and I'm like, no, it's the blend of the know. albums of it. It's that smooth. I was like, I, I forget it's not the original tune, man, every time I hear of it. That is my yeah, favorite it, blend of It, it just
3: hits. It's just one of those, <clears> like, well, they're, they're both tunes that just hit, but like, yeah. When I sort of, I, I literally done it by accident one day,
1: and I was just like, oh my god, like. That's how yeah. you discover
4: the best blends, though, isn't it? Just, just you know, yeah. You know, you know, yeah.
1: And- I always, I always like, I always forget to like write them down or something. Like I would, yes. I would, I would, I would yeah. Yeah. oh man, that absolutely bangs. I I, ne- I always forget to write it down. I'm like, oh man, I wish I, I wish remember. <laughs> I'm like, terrible for it. goes to man, <laughs> <to pay for, laughs>
3: like next <laughs> to the deck. <laughs> Yeah. And
4: like, I just, I tend to just like I'll, I'll really quickly grab a picture of the two tracks um, on my phone, like mid mid mix. But then I'll just go through my photos and I'm like, yep. what order were all these in? I can't, I can't uh, yeah, That's yep. that's a useless
1: method of doing it. It's so. In the moment, but like I think I think again, this is a cool thing about this this event because. We're really covering all bases of of DMB. so like obviously our headliners are kind of going with that chilled, um, atmospheric, kind of liquidy vibe. But we've also got um, Inja doing, and this is Inja Apreski. Um, That's um, gonna be a vibe. Inger's yes. Inger's just a cool yeah. guy, plays wicked music. Um, also got Runting's crew from Bristol who are really good friends of mine. Um, yeah, they, they go for a more sort of jungly, heavier, heavier sound. So
4: yeah, yeah
1: we've, we've covered all bases. So it's kind of something for everyone, I'm sure, you know. And it's just, I'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone's going to pull out of the bag. And I think we're all what excited for it. And it's going to be, you know, this kind of bubbling of, of energy and, and kind of different styles that I think is going to be really, really cool to see come together. Yeah, definitely.
3: I, I think what's going to be amazing, and we all know it's going to happen, is just the mass. It
4: is the bats about <laughs> bat 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 <laughs>
1: And it just, might, just be like yeah. Yeah, uh, But we yeah. you know, we've deliberately left space for that to, yeah. to be yeah. organic. Um Oh and one more thing to plug as well quickly is is we've got a DJ competition. So if you're listening oh, to yeah. this and you're thinking, Oh man, I'd love to be a part of it, um yeah. Look on our website. Um, get involved in the DJ competition. We're gonna pick pick a person to come out and, and play with us. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, if you rock up with USBs, um, it's that kind of thing. It's we're we're very fluid. And you know, if you're if you want to play and there's a chance to play, then come and get involved. You know, that's that's kind of the nature of it. We're all, we're all coming over here um, for the love of, love of the music, mm-hmm. and we want to be inclusive. You know, we don't wanna don't wanna say no to people um, if they really want to play and they and they're good. And, Want to have a mix, so yeah, definitely check out our DJ comp and uh submit a mix to us if you're if you're that way inclined. We'll share that on the socials as well and we post it out. Yeah,
0: for sure. um That seems like a good place as any to end it, really. If if everyone yeah. thinks the same, um yeah. Of, of sure. course, March the sixth to March the tenth. Aaron Solandora, mountainbase.co.uk for all the information you need. And is it at Mountain Base Music on Instagram or just at Mountain Base? I think it's that mountain
1: bass music yeah I think oh, uh, but no. you'll find it it's yeah it's there's not many mountain basses I don't think so <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah there's a few like fishing ones like mountain bass like, yeah you know, <laughs> at, like a fishing page it's kind of obvious if you're in the wrong place you know, watch out for
4: ticket scums. Oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, why, why am I looking at trout
0: it's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> some, the some randos you're turn t- up in waders with like fishing rods <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought this is a fishing holiday yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll find us if you, if you search um, "punches" into Google, and you'll uh, you'll you'll find us on there as
0: well. Wicked, wicked! So, thank you very much to Twelve Step, No Motivation, and Joe and Matt from Mountain Base. We will see you. Or I'll see you guys on the slopes on March the sixth, and we'll hope to see some of your listeners there as well. Uh, massive thanks for tuning in today we're we'll back on the Interstellar Audio podcast next month and don't forget if you want to hear the kind of music that you'll get to see at Mountain Bass, tune into the Liquid Chill podcast December episode coming soon that will be the 18th 18th of December 18th of December nice one so say so bye everyone bye <laughs> bye, bye
3: everyone. And thanks for having bye. us thank you thank, you, thank
0: you so much for joining guys really
3: appreciate it absolutely fantastic